You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. ShotGlassDigital.com Event coverage made possible by Halloween Express. For Disney, Marvel, and Star Wars costumes, visit HalloweenExpress.com. MagicalJourneysVacations.com Book your Disney vacation or cruise today. Jedi Mouseketeer. Geeky news from the universe of Disney, Marvel, and Star Wars at www.JediMouseketeer.com DiningAtDisney.com The happiest plate on Earth. Dining tips and more at DiningAtDisney.com WW After Dark. The weekly webcast for adult Disney fans at www.WDWAfterDark.com And Sorcerer Radio. All Disney music all day long at SRSounds.com Do you hear that? Hear what? I'm receiving some sort of transmission routed through the main system. Routing. Looking to take a Disney vacation or cruise? Contact Kristen of MagicalJourneysVacations.com. Magical Journeys is an authorized Disney vacation planner. Kristen will get you the best price available and continue to search for deals until the day you travel, taking the worry out of planning your fantastic vacation. Kristen can help plan your dining reservations and answer any questions you may have. She'll even send you maps from the parks. So contact Kristen of Magical Journeys for your next cruise or Disney vacation, and you'll be supporting WDW Tiki Room. Contact Kristen of Magical Journeys at MagicalJourneysVacations.com. And Mention Sorcerer Radio. So what are you waiting for? Book today at MagicalJourneysVacations.com. Wow, that sounds great. I want to go. Well, you can't. Why not? Because we have to stay at our posts and keep rebel scum like him out. Book today at MagicalJourneysVacations.com. You are going to be a force for good and a very important sorcerer. The following is an original production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Broadcasting live from Music City. Walt Disney's... WDW Tiki Room, the show about all things Disney. Hey, Michael, me amigo, pay attention, it's show time. So it is, and what darling people I have sitting under me. With Kristen and Al John. We better start the show rolling. Welcome to WDW Tiki Room, the show about all things Disney on Sorcerer Radio. Hey there, it's Al John. I'm on the mobile device right now, on the road traveling, but we wanted to get to a show that you would enjoy. And at the D23 Expo that took place August 14th through 16th in Anaheim, Kristen, myself, also Kat R. Corey, Sorcerer Radio correspondent, also Big Bubba B, we're all hanging out, having a good time covering the Expo. And one of the great things about this Expo is the really hardcore Disney fan experiences. This one was one of those. It was a 20th anniversary of a Goofy movie, and uh, they were celebrating it. We had uh, Jason Marsden, who played Max, Goofy's voice, with Disney legend Bill Farmer, Rob Paulson, along with screenwriter um, Jim Megan, who was there via <laughs> video, um, Jim Cummings, who was there who played Pete, um, just so many great people there. Film producer Don Hahn was going to host the event and here is some great outtakes from the event audio clips exclusive for you our source of radio listeners and our ww tiki room podcast listeners so uh, enjoy this i'd like to thank our very special supporters for this show Kristen at MagicalJourneysVacations.com. If you're booking your Disney trip, you need to book with Kristen. She'll help you save money and have a good time at it, too. And uh, take all the worry and stress away from planning your 
Disney Vacation. Also, our sister webcast and podcast, WDW After Dark, and dining at Disney.com. That's once again Kristen's website. She is the Disney foodie, and uh, she will definitely help you with all the Disney food information that you'll need to know. And uh, she's also got a new book out right now, too, the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival Dining Guide for 2015. So please check that out. And I apologize, my voice <laughs> is a, a little raspy today, so I apologize for that. But uh, anyway, enjoy this really great D23 Expo audio from the 20th anniversary of a Goofy movie. So sit back and enjoy. We're going to have more information on our show notes if you uh, download this on demand as well. Um, in fact, the entire panel will be posted uh, on online later this weekend as a podcast. So be sure you check that out. So here are highlights of the 20th anniversary Goofy movie presented by D23. Enjoy. And Please welcome your host for this evening, acclaimed film producer of such films as Maleficent, The Lion King, and Beauty and the Beast. Please put your hands together for a former cast member of Lester's Possum Park, Yeah, um, 
DJ Geek, here's my awesome. So all that kind of added up 
into uh, kind of pouring all those things together uh, into a lovely secret sauce that ended up being this film. And and one of the most amazing uh, parts of it was bringing on the director, Kevin Lee. Uh, Kevin's made a, many movies, but he's made a couple movies that I love. He's a brilliant guy. He's on Tarzan. Uh, he, did, yeah. he did a little movie called Enchanted. Kevin could not be with us today, but he felt so strongly about you guys being here, he wanted to send a little video greeting along. So here's the director of the Goofy movie, live almost from his house. Here's Kevin Lima. Hi everyone, I'm Kevin Lima, the director of the Goofy movie. And I have to say, it's seriously killing me that I can't be there with all of you to celebrate the movie. Um, I'm sure you'll agree with me because you've stood in line and you're packed into this hall, that, uh, that uh, a Goofy movie is an underappreciated Disney gem. Movies, what's up with that? Seriously though, I'm thrilled that you're here. Um, hopefully you'll learn a couple of things about the movie that you didn't know before. I'm going to prompt uh, Bill Farmer to talk about the time that uh, we had the recording session. Um, because Jeffrey Katzenberg thought that Goofy shouldn't talk like Goofy, that he should have like a regular voice like Steve Martin. Thank goodness that didn't work out. And let's see, I got a couple other things. Let's see, I dug into my boxes and mementos. I keep a box for each movie. And it's not much in the Goofy movie box, but I did find these. Uh, they didn't make much merchandising, but I did find these were kits. Uh, and one of a kind, because uh, our budget was about, I don't know, a tenth of the Lion King. So, uh, one of each. I have a Max here, and I've got a little uh, Roxanne. Those are great mementos from the film that, that I'll cherish forever. Um, let's see, what else can I share? Um, I know that you know that, um, that a lot of us make uh, do voices for movies. Um, the animators and the directors get involved in that. I did one uh, for a Goofy movie. I did a couple, actually. Um, but the one you'll remember is this one. So if you know the response, it's a question and answer type. If you know the response, call it out, okay? Give me a second, I haven't done this in 20 years. <laughs> Who's your favorite possum? <laughs> Hopefully someone responded in the theater. Embarrassing if I if I did that to find out. Anyway, there you go, a couple of things. Um, I hope you have a great time. You know, over the years, over the past years especially, lots and lots of guys in their 20s, especially guys, some girls, but mostly guys, who find out I, uh, I directed this movie, they freak out. So I know it really means something to, to people and to, uh, to a whole audience, whole generation out there. So uh, thank you for that. Thanks for the, uh, responding to, um, to the film in that way. Have a great time, um, and I wish I could be there with you. Alrighty, guys, take it easy. Yeah, there we go. Ooh, tell me, everyone. Um, you know, the movie came out, you know, we did uh, 80-some episodes of 
nurturing father in that, but we had to take it even further in a goofy movie. He had to be really nurturing and much more of a sentimental and a serious character along with the comedy. Uh, as uh, Kevin mentioned, it didn't start out that way because uh, the powers that be thought that maybe Goofy should speak in more of a voice like I'm speaking in now. And I actually had to do about a half a week or a week of uh, uh, recording in my voice. And I'm saying to Kevin, I said, they don't want to hear Boars helping. No, in my voice. In this voice you're talking about. And yes, in the voice. And I'm going home, I'm thinking, no one wants to hear that. They want to hear Goofy, don't they? It is a weird voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And after a, a week or so, I guess uh, Michael Eisner and Roy Disney, as I understand it, said, no, don't change the classic characters. So I got to re-record the movie. On this movie, generally you do three or four days recording, principal recording, and a few days to pick up on a movie. Forty-three days I recorded on a movie movie over a two and a half year period. It was kind of a trial and error, try things, they didn't work, and eventually they came out with a gem, and I'm so thankful that all for this movie, and, uh, and obviously by you being here, it's, uh, it is a little gem, how cool. Jesus out of the kids and and, and uh, 
April Winchell, his wife, gave him holy heck, and uh, and I said, well, you know, I, I think a shock to the system is good for the little weasels. It purges their glands that they may grow. So, uh, you know, so confuse it with that love. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. But I swear I'm not that bad at home. It was fun. We brought a little clip along to show uh, Pete in action on the screen. Let's take a look.
to tease you, but talk about this movie and what it's uh, what it's meant being in it, and uh, you know just what it meant doing this voice when you started out, and what it's like looking back for 20 years, and how it changed your life, and also <laughs> what did you have for lunch? My name is DJ. Yes. 
I, I, I noticed you were about to show Principal Mazur. Principal Mazur. Mazur. Uh, that was my principal in high school. That's cool. Here's Principal Mazur. So his name really was Mazur? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's, nothing, there's nothing to add to that. I thought it was a great story to follow up. Since Kevin was just on, uh, I, I was just on the phone with Brian Pimentel a few days ago, and he's flying back east, and he really wanted to be here and say hi to all of you. Um, but anyway, Brian and Kevin make a cameo in the film, uh, and uh, they're in the uh, gymnasium during the during the, the sequence where Max imitates Powerline, and there's these two guys who look at each other. And that's Kevin and Brian. So I, I, I said to uh, I said to Kevin after the movie came out, I said, uh, "How come I didn't get to be in the film?" And he didn't skip a beat at all. He said, "But you are in the film, Jim." And I said, "Where?" And he said, "You know the song where they're talking about is the last day of school and they fling their jock straps at each other and they say, no more Jim, no more Jim.'" No more Jim. Sports, but I have no idea you were such an athletic supporter.
this truly amazing watchdog. Hopefully it won't come to you. I, I, I just want to say real quickly that uh, when you make television shows, uh, the writers uh, will write scripts, and because we're on such a tight schedule, that's the script that gets recorded and that's the script that gets produced. When you make a film, there's a million people involved. And so anything that you write, it gets completely changed. And so I, one, of the, one of the warm spots for me is the fact that my line, Sci Science Slumber Parties, made it into the film. <laughs> Like that, I'm just supposed to ask you, I don't know this, but uh, Bill and everybody, do you do any of the voices for any of the foreign versions? Like, does somebody come and say, you know, okay, who speaks Italian, who speaks French? Uh, have you done any of that? I have, but uh, not in a long time. Uh, I, when I, for different projects such as Kingdom Hearts, I'm listening to. Japanese actor in my headphones, and I'm trying to put the English words in the same amount of time on the screen, and the Japanese actor who had learned how to do the laugh and everything from me, it's so weird, it's like, it's like, and he learned the laugh from me instead of, he broke, broken it down into three distinct parts, it's like,
come through so loudly. Yeah, yeah. My favorite scene in this movie, and I love to tell the story, is and it's so weird to say in a, in a goofy movie, is the scene with Pete and Goofy in the hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> Which sounds odd. Which sounds odd, but it's, it was like the most, like, true, like, real see like between these kind of yeah. like, you know, I want to use it as a pun of goofy characters but it was a very real emotion scene and very very like brilliant, brilliantly performed by, yeah. by these two cats oh thank you and we weren't wearing clothes no we were <laughs> the in the balls luckily I was 18 so I got to I got to be in the booth
as we call them. Yeah. Um, it's very therapeutic. Um, 
So I walked out to him and I said, Mr. Buttram, it is, I mean, it was because of Mr. Haney on Green Acres, you know, that's why I was just such a thrill to meet him. And I, I said, uh, you know, I have to tell you, sir, that I have actually stolen your voice on, on more than one occasion. Uh, and he said, well, that's all right, son, I ain't using it much no more. <laughs> It's like, nah, go ahead, it's all right. Uh, yeah. So you got to pay for your car, I don't. <laughs> Just a delightful man. Yeah. That, I mean, that, because we're fortunate enough to do what we do, and, and like today, the, the, the table downstairs at which we were signing earlier, Ed Asner is there, you know? How cool is that? And how cool is that? So to get a chance to meet these people and, and even spend a little bit of time in, 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 and, and with these people who really were TV showbiz legends, for 10 minutes is, is just, I'll never forget that opportunity. Never. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, I'd like to do my pet, but. Yeah, yeah, Let's do the end of the You can I'm, see me. I'm, I'm, I'm Pat Buttram. <laughs> I, I got chills. The only other voice that we always have a voice off is. All of us try to do Chris Walken as well. We, we, you know, we're the last panel of the day. Let's just stop. No time. Sorry. Let's just have a little Christopher Walken moment, actually. You know. You know. Goofy. Jason, you got a Mr. Walken or no? That was it. That was it. You sound just like him. One of the cool things about this movie, not to change the subject, but one of the cool things about this movie is all the little Easter eggs and things that are hidden in it. You were talking about this before about Brian Menzel and Kevin B in the film, and there they are. There's a reason why I'm there to stay behind the camera. <laughs> but this great season, a wonderful Mickey Mouse push button phone. I used to have that phone, actually. Yeah. Uh, and uh, former president of the United States, Richard Nixon, which is completely appropriate. And there's a thing with guns in this movie. Yeah. 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 There's like 40 scenes with guns in this movie. <laughs> You'd have to ask Kevin. <laughs> Alright, we'll get back on that. They picked Jim out of class a lot, is probably one of the little homage to the. Yeah, he had a difficult childhood. Uh, these guys, if, if you're uh, of a younger age, may not know them, but he's this old and Roger Ebert. They were from Chicago, and if you got a thumbs up or thumbs up from them, it was fantastic. And the movie got a thumbs up from these guys. And I'm telling you, that was a huge vote of confidence. It really helped the movie, but it was, it was uh, again, two world class critics, and they were at the top of their game, great guys, and gave two thumbs up to the goofy movie, so good on you. That's all I'm going to say. So, um, there's also a lot, of, there's a lot of fans out there, people who have, uh, like yourselves, God bless you, who dress up like the characters who wear the hats. Thank you very much. Who's Roxanne? Yeah.
that. And I also love the guys that make things like these fan videos on, online. And there's one online that just practice all up. And you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't seen this, you're in for a real treat. But this is a little fan video uh, based on a song after today. Well, I mean, you wouldn't have wonderful 
people who put together the hours and hundreds of hours to put together a, a video like this if they didn't love it. So obviously the music is an integral part of this movie and just really gives it its life and its flow and, uh, you know, it's a musical really. So it, uh, it uh, yeah, was very important. I remember my girlfriend at the time just saw the movie, she's like, the movie's okay, the songs are really good. <laughs> That's a compliment. I, I just talked to Brian Pimentel the other day, and he said he found a tape of a song that they wrote called Roxanne. And that um, it was cut from the movie because I guess Casper looked at it and said, Who wants to listen to a ballad in a cartoon? That's hot. That's James. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that could be great uh, Blu ray voice material if there was a Blu ray.
so it's kind of like a little piece. No, that didn't work. Let's let's right. spend the time. Let's spend the money to make this great. And they did. And so, not only did you get the work done, but then that's when you is that just when you bought Burbank? Uh, yeah, yeah. I got the, I got a sign I took off of all of it. Session piece. Yes. Yeah, it was Steve Jobs about Burbank. Yeah. Um, is it really a point, and I can speak from Steve's experience here, especially when you're trying to do a character that's already been created like Goofy, the, the amazing kid with Olvik created that character along with uh, Art Abbott and a lot of people at Disney. Um, it, it just points up to the amazing acting ability of EU5 and EU2 team. To be able to take a character that's already been done and retool that and say, I'm going to make this character last for this whole time. I mean, that's the thing that I think is the joy about this movie. And to have, have it touch people the way it has has been really great. This is a really touching song for this part of the movie, and we wanted to play it for you right now. So let's take a look at this moment of the movie. Jason, who can sing, he 
Well, I want to say that Aaron is a buddy of mine, and uh, we, I saw him at an audition, you know, uh, and, I, and I was like, hey, buddy, what's going on? How you, how you, did, did you, let's go, did you book anything? He's like, yeah, man, I just booked this, this movie, replacing the voice of this kid who can't sing. <laughs>
that wraps up our highlights of the D23 Expo 20th anniversary of a Goofy Movie panel. Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you once again to all of our Sorcerer Radio correspondents, Big Bubba B, Kat R. Corey, Kristen Hensel of Dining at Disney, and uh, of course, co-host of WDW After Dark and WDW Tiki Room. We hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to uh, listen to Sorcerer Radio, all Disney music, all day long at srsounds.com. Plenty of great programs. Here we have the return of Stars and Motor Cars this weekend. Enjoy that as uh, the host of the Disney Parks podcast bring you celebrity interviews. We have Tony, we have John. Those guys are great. Producer Nate Tonneson from Disney Dorks does a great job putting the show together, so thank you for that. Also, Rebel Force Radio and Mighty Marvel Geeks all geeking out on Saturday night here on Sorcerer Radio. If you want to uh, interact with me, Kristen, have questions or uh, want uh, trip planning advice, feel free to uh, check us out at www.teakroom.com. All our social media is there. We would appreciate it if you give us a look. Once again, my name is Al John. Appreciate you uh, hanging in there. I'm sorry about my voice. Uh, <laughs> it's not holding up very well today. It's been a long week, so I hope you uh, appreciate this special look into this great panel. Another great reason to attend the D23 Expo. So I uh, hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll catch you next time. In the meantime, we'll see you real soon. Have a magical week, everybody. The next generation is here. Yeah. The new Sorcerer Radio app, version 4.0. Take your favorite Disney Park music and SR shows with you everywhere you go. The new Sorcerer Radio app, version 4.0. There's a lot of satisfaction in developing ideas into realities. We went back to the drawing board with an all-new design and features that you've been asking for. To infinity and beyond! All-new design, daily schedule page, Sorcerer Radio Disney News page, keep on screen, sleep timer, screen lock display, Bluetooth display, visual buffer, iOS 8 compatible, iPad compatible, optimized for the iPhone 6 and 6 Plus, coming soon to Android. And the best part, it's free. Download. The new Sorcerer Radio app, version 4.0. Downloaded for free. Thank you for traveling with us. All Disney music all day long. Sorcerer Radio. SRSounds.com.